What's going on, people? It's your boy, Corey, and my man, uh, Mr. Kirk. What's up? And welcome back to Schemes Come True, people. What will you do tomorrow? What will you do today to achieve your creative schemes? I'm Corey. That's Kirk. <laughs> and we hit episode 50, 50, 50. <laughs> and we got a special, special guest today. Um, someone yeah. that you know, someone that you love, Magnus Apollo. Hello. What's going on, Magnus? Mm, yeah, oh, that, that, that opening's amazing, by the way. I was <laughs> yeah. enraptured by God. Like, yeah. I was so nervous. I was scared. It's all know. staying it in, by the way. Hmm? It's all staying in, by the way, for episode all 50. Yeah, all yeah, the whole fine, thing. It's a five hour episode, people. Great. Yeah. Great. It's going to well, be hey. <laughs> Five hours. The stuff, hours the stuff <laughs> about yeah. Merlin Sheldrake, the whole thing. <laughs> No, you're not gonna get you're, me again. Yeah, you're you're about Merlin Sheldrake. You're gonna miss out on the Merlin money. Rant. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just come on, dude. You can't say that the first time you said that name that you weren't like, what the fuck? You're like, no. Does he fight Scrooge McDuck? What's going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> or dragons? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cast yeah. spells. <laughs> I believe, I think the first time I ran across him was in uh, the book Underland. Um, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> kind of. It's just about all of our spaces underground. So there was a chapter with him. And I think the author refers to him as like an elf of the wood or something like that. So he just fucking made up. <laughs> Another British There's no birth certificate dude. for him. He just walked out of the woods one day. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sniffing a mushroom. <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> Your long ass ears. <laughs> you just followed the mycelium. Mm. And that outfit he was wearing too. I'm like, yeah, you would wear that shit. <laughs> what do you think? It actually unfolds. And actually, it's a mushroom. You didn't realize it. I think mm-hmm. it pops out and it's his head staring out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think he is just a mushroom. He's like, the fungus has evolved so much that they look like people. It's like invasion of body snatchers. I love that idea, man. That? I can't, oh, my God, totally. I mean, even there's the character of uh, mm. uh, on Farscape. The character there is a plant slash mushroom sort of character, the blue woman in that. And never watched Farscape. There's actually a I plant creature. No, yeah. mm. so I love I, mycelium. That's like crazy. Actually, you've ever seen the old, there's like giant, huge, uh, before trees and everything else, like pretty early else, the massive mushrooms, like mm-hmm. tree sized spires. Uh, they, they find Whoa. fossilized every once in a while. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Every time people share them, they're really cool, but they look a little phallic. So it's always like these giant petrified penises. So it's like, oh, yeah. uh, yes. Uh, but of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all they are. They're just the reproductive organs of the fungal network. So it makes yeah. sense. Right. Huge. So. As, as glad you're, for it. Yeah. Corey, as your, you. your brother informed me uh, last weekend, life is oh, about right. discharge. So. <laughs> The pronouncement that was made, and then but, uh, thank you for night. at the end of the day, life is about discharge. Thank you was for coming a, to my TED talk. Was there a group of people around when you said this? Yes, of course. You can't get it off of an audience. <laughs> oh boy! Oh my god! So this is number fifty, guys. Right? This, this is, is number like... fifty. Yeah. Hey, for fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, I love doing radio, so I was like, yeah. Um, uh, this has been fun. I mean, I, so like, what number was I on the last time? I was like, you remember uh, what I was? I should know dude, this offhand. I, you should. The 30s? I think it was like 15, I feel like. Oh, was it that early? Oh my was God. It? Wow. Nice. 
Yeah. So yeah. long ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's many, many. Let's look here. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm, I'm still trying uh, to scheme. Break, <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah. god! Does he have a British accent? Does Shel- like? I hope so, right? Does oh yes. Yeah. Man, man, if he yeah. didn't, he was like, he's from like Texarkana. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, what the hell? I'm Melvin. <laughs> oh, no, no, Merlin Sheldrake. <laughs> Melvin Sheldrake. No, it's his cousin. We figured it out. No, Merlin's yeah. from there. Melvin Sheldrake's like, hi, how you doing? I'm Melvin Sheldrake. I will conjure spiders and uh, mushrooms for you. Raccoons. And type of creatures. Raccoons, really. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is my <laughs> opossum familiar. <laughs> Jarvis. This opens up like a thing hanging from his arm. Oh my gosh. Oh, so my schemes are coming true still, guys. I'm still trying to work for myself, still having Ooh, fun like doing random shit. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Product placement. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, really totally. It's like in a movie when they say the movie's name in the movie, like the movie title, like, oh, they said it. They said it's it. Always... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm all about that, man. <laughs> Drink like, people. Uh, uh. <laughs> the court so right. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. So I've been working on, I think since last time I was there, I think my studio has expanded. I've taken over the next door studio because I want to make a mess. Like, I like my studio <laughs> here, but I can't spray paint my office. You know what I mean? Like right. maybe in your maybe in your cubicle, Corey. Maybe the cubicle. Yeah, possibly. Right there, so you, yeah, look around. Uh, so, um, but the uh, with, with the shirt, like I took over the space next to me, and I was taking like random projects. I just wanted to because the wall next to me is a very thin wall, and I, oh, I don't yeah. want to have an asshole next to it. So I like I want to expand to take over that space. Um, so, and I've been picking <laughs> up random projects. Like I've been working with guys, uh, and my goal is like I'm running this studio. This studio pays for itself. And the extra projects, that other studio's got to pay for itself too. I don't want this studio to put money into something there. So I'm kind of like mm-hmm. taking up different projects and that. Um, but it, it keeps me hustling, I realize. Like I have a studio because I take I make it real. If I got to pay bills on it, I got to make money at it. So I work to make the money to pay for the studio kind of idea. Well, I during 2020, I expanded my, like everyone else is kind of getting nervous. I'm like, I'm the idiot that like, I'm going to take on more space. So <laughs> I've been like taking on more stuff and doing random other projects, but I can make a mess over there. So like I can make bigger things. I can glue, I can like, you know, I can uh, air, like I have a, a huge, excuse me, uh, like um, new paint system in there. So I can like mm-hmm. ooh, paint, like even do a background or something, just even whatever it is to hustle to make stuff happen. But like, there's like a, a laser engraver there now. Oh, I have shit. like random, random tech and stuff. So yeah, so I've been, uh, trying to figure out who make my I, I have fun making commissions and doing stuff but every time i make a commission everyone always has a comment back i'm like well if i make my stuff i get mm-hmm. to do what i want so um yeah. yeah so it's nice i've been taking over that new space trying to expand doing that uh picking up random fun commission work i had uh um oh i had uh, uh the memorial art gallery i got a piece uh is now hanging in the memorial art gallery for one of the exhibits so nice. that's pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, I have some art credit that's actually happening for my life, which is kind of funny. Like, I never expected to be like, I have a resume now that I can literally add art distinctions. And I was like, I'll yeah. take this. This is pretty nice. I, <laughs> well, yeah. as, as a recovering Catholic, though, I can't take take too much credit because then mm-hmm. I'll possibly go to wherever right. that you go to. So Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's true. All Keep power to Gord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. I try not to be too horrible to religion, but I'm always, I'm like, uh, I, I make more jokes at it than I probably should. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, uh, I but I, I, yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, my bad. I, I interrupted you. No, I'm like, I, you know, I, I take some shots sometimes too. I probably okay, shouldn't, I, but I, I kind of I, I approach most of my life like I'm an anthropologist. And it, 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 when I do that, I feel like I have a, a, an anthropologist has respect for what they're hanging out with, despite mm-hmm. it may be the weirdest thing. Like when I lived in Memphis for a hot minute, I loved going to my friends' churches. Not that I, and they, they love me. I'm a big, 
loud white guy that's smiling all the time. So they had a blast. Uh, but <laughs> oh, I, he gets it. Oh my God, totally. Yeah. But I killed these <laughs> mega churches just outside of like Memphis and stuff. And they are, I mean, like it is the loudest, most energetic scenario I've ever been in. But I mean, like me, I came from a very like Roman Catholic, like sit down for three hours, mumble stuff as they swing smoky balls <laughs> past you. And yeah, what like, is that? Oh, the incense, the yeah, the, uh, uh, that's the, the Holy Ghost. So you sniff it, sniff it up or something like that. Uh, a sensor is that what that's called? Sensor, that's it. Yeah. I couldn't think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensor. Um, the thing was yeah. cedar, and it's that's not the thing. Cedar's, uh, the, you know. So, but um, so I would, and I would have a blast in it. I, I mean, didn't didn't speak to me, but the community and energy of it was amazing. Like I've gone to the randomest churches, the randomest synagogues. I've been invited to so many family holidays over the years and i love it oh my god like i've been to more passover meals with fam with friends that are like family to me that like i i i, I can recite half of the stuff too on some of these ones too it's really nice but i love mm -hmm. it like so to circle back around the whole point i'm not horrible against religion but i crack stupid jokes about it every once in a while too, oh yeah so. yeah i mean you know this is what people do. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny. It's, it's, it's one of those things that since we're talking about business and future plans, something else, I have to be aware of what I say because I love doing podcasts and it's on the fly. I watch a lot of people be inadvertently annoy someone. Uh, like I mean, I, during 2020 from the last election, I lost 9,000 followers on my Instagram. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I had almost 20,000 and I started being very vocal about, and I'm fine with this. Like I thought I would be really yeah. upset. I, I was getting hate mail, but I realized the hate mail were from assholes. And I don't care yeah. about that. Like, you know, yeah. like I made a, I was talking about like, you know, children in cages or something else. It became slightly political in what I was saying. And everyone was like, I got a couple of messages being like, um, uh, uh, to shut up and be Mr. Rogers again, like that sort of stuff. I was oh, being like, damn. oh my God. Oh my God. I, they said I had almost 20,000 followers. And then when Donald Trump was getting worse and worse, I'm like, I'm going to be fucking vocal. And now mm -hmm. I'm at nine, I'm not, over 9,000. So I, all I know is that point in. But the crazy thing is it refined the, the crowd that I have now are really much more people that will back me. People will agree, will like my stuff. Um, the people that I lost, I guess I didn't, didn't really matter. Like I, they had, yeah. I mean, I guess it somewhat matters. I'm not a cold hearted person, but it's funny. I had, I saved a handful of them. I had one hanging behind me for a while because it made me laugh. And then it kind of didn't being like, this guy really hated me. Like I've had yeah. like pages of people message me that somehow they assumed I was uh, much more their leaning than than I am myself. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And like I had a lot of Trump, very big Trump fans. And um, this is really weird, but down south where in Rochester, every once in a while, there's some very, very blue areas. And there's some very, very red areas in this area. Mm -hmm. And there's some very, very, I want to punch some red guys. Like I have a lot of good people I grew up with in high school. Some of them are like, just like you, you need to get fucking out more, man. Like the world's bigger. You're very like stop to, quoting Tucker Carlson and get the hell out. Oh, me the real world. You know what I mean? Don't even start on that. Yeah, I told me God, that's it. So I grew up with a bunch <laughs> of people that way, and I, a lot of them assumed I was the same way, just because like yeah, you grew up next to me. You're a big white guy. You know, like shaved head. You must be thinking like. I'm like, oh no, yeah. I'm not an ignorant fuck, man. I'm sorry. Like, that's <laughs> not the swear, but no. yeah. So that's why I tell people, like, if the worst insult I can ever give anyone is someone's an ignorant fuck. If I tell someone, like, yeah. oh, that guy, I'm like, that guy's an ignorant fuck. That's like proudly ignorant people bother the shit out of me. Oh, and yeah. that, and I, they, they I end up getting shit. vocal. But yeah, so I try yeah. to be like, I'm joking. I let people know what I'm joking, or I'll be like, listen, I'm not like, you know, for religion, like, invite me over to a good, good holiday party. Tell me all about it. I'll ask all the questions. Like when I was like six or seven years old, my grandmother took me to a, um, 
like so she lives in albany and the church she'd go to like she'd like the candle and go sit down it's one of the things and they would set the kids downstairs because there's just a, a uh you know either a sunday school or just some sort of classroom that the parents could send the kids down to as they pray for an hour or whatever it is you know and um i'm from a farm i i'm not used to being in a mega church that is like old and like there's class there's like a woman talking about the bible i'm like yeah i'm not overly religious so I, long story relatively short, I get done. Like I, I ask all these cool questions. I'm trying to just pick, pick their brains. And um, I was told this later on in life by my father. Uh, they, the, the woman, the, the downstairs woman went up and talked to the pastor. Pastor talked to my grandmother. Grandmother tells my parents that don't bring, don't bring him back to church. He asked too many questions and got the other kids asking too many questions. So oh. please, please don't like we like, we appreciate he's very nice. But he, he, he got hit a disturbance because he was asking too many questions. And my dad looks at me. He's like, you're goddamn seven years old. The Roman Catholic Church says you can't hang out. So I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's my course for my life. Yeah, I got banned. Yeah. banned but he's like, ask him to come picture. back to a little kid. Yeah, the little picture of a little redheaded kid. being like, yeah. you know, question <laughs> after. Don't have him in there. That's, was like, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So my dad from a little stage, he's like, you ask too many questions. And I started set up having a radio show. It was even easier that way. But yeah, right, right, right. so I, I've been always that way from a little kid. Like, tell me more. Oh, my God. Like, I have a friend of mine who's Hindi. And like, they, they speak Hindi. They're Indian. And they have, um, what's their, what's their religion? Uh, uh, Hinduism. The, the, yeah, yeah, Hinduism. Yeah, yeah. All the, and. Like I have, they love me at their family. I'm a loud white dude and all the family are like this tall to me. And they like yeah. had the best foods. Oh my God. And like, I yeah, like, yeah. I went to the family funeral when their father passed away. Like it was, and every, like I, I'm full in regalia, whatever you need me to be. And I'm having a blast. And like I said, I don't, I don't fully understand. Tell me more. Like I'm uh -huh. generally curious on stuff, which is great. But again, kicked out of the church. Asked not to, and I kicked out. Yeah. Asked not to come back uh, by the church. By, the nice way of saying you got kicked out. Oh my God, my grandmother, she was like, oh, and my grandmother's the sweetest woman in the world. You know, she was just like, oh, okay. And then she had to like translate to my parents that like, he's just very excitable and has a lot of questions. I'm like, uh, I mean, so. well, think about this. You should, you should definitely feel a serious sense of achievement because the Catholic Church was responsible for the Roman Inquisition or the Spanish Inquisition. Mm -hmm. Which is all about questioning. You asked, yeah, yeah. you out questioned the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> at age seven. That's how. Yeah. They're talking about a guy can ramble on well. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> the one. I'm the one they don't want. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what they call you, Magnus Apollo, the one they don't want. <laughs> Just ask that's all why my you exes. took. Yeah, yeah. That's why you expand your studio. <laughs> oh <laughs> exactly. I took over my area. This is my zone. I'm slowly getting there. Like you know, not Alexander the Great yet. I've only taken over next door. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I know you got a battle axe over there, dripping with blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, like no, 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 Rud, uh, uh, blood rusts things. Remember that. Always clean up. You don't want to leave the blood around. Anything else? Like, I actually had to take this sword out of my car the other day. I realized I was moving, and I took took a. I, so I was walking around That's my neighborhood sword. one time, and I literally in the in the pile of garbage was the giant one of the swords from Lord of the Rings, mm. just sitting in a thing, and like duct tape on the handle, something else. Yeah, I looked over. I'm like, I don't think I. Should, there's children running around. I'm like, I think I, I'm trusted more with a sword. Then all the children I see running around. So I picked this thing up. So I had a sword in my old house. It was whatever it was. During my last move, I just took it. I, I just needed some space. And I slid it between on the passenger side, between the, the, the like right along the edge of the door between mm -hmm. the, the back and front seat, not thinking about it. And I've moved months ago. I was opening the door the other day. I looked over. I'm like, holy shit. If I get pulled over, I literally have a sword in here. Like I literally, yeah. Shing, what's, what's this? You know, like, uh. There's a big spiders. That's what yeah. the problem is. There's giant it's, it's spiders. It's a sword of Gondor. Here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you see any orcs? There's no orcs around. Thank God. Not that that sting does that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's something about like those type of swords where you always have to just like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
Very you know, big. I, yeah, I had a, uh, actually, I, at one point I had friends of mine that were like, like swords. They try to practice and the, you know, whatever it was. So yeah. I had some odd things. Like I had a giant practice wooden claymore. Cause actually my Ooh, buddy, nice. uh, um, uh, one of my best friends is he used to teach medieval uh, sword stage yeah. performance. So he was a, he was a performer. He would teach like how to perform a sword play, something else and hang around. And um, so at one point he's like, you should get one. I'll practice how to do it. So I, I, I took a class on how to do sword play and there's like, uh, I keep saying the word sword play. And it still seems sexual. It's like stage, uh, stage yeah, steel yeah. kind of stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, but you have to yeah. practice with this big, and the one I got, I'm like, I'll get a claymore. Like the big, like, you know, uh, the huge one from, uh, uh, what's the, the Mel Brooks? Braveheart. Mel, Mel Brooks. Braveheart. Yeah, Braveheart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men in tight, tight Tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so I had this giant, like, I, when I was moving, I looked down, there was a giant wooden claymore and then a real fucking sword that I just had to slide in and just lost track of. So, no bloody axe, but I do just had to get rid of my swords out of my... The same, man. So, I, I put them in the garage next to the other weapons. So. Yes, of course. The armory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. So, how are you guys doing? 50, this is freaking an awesome thing. Have you have you enjoyed your path here from, from zero to 50? Do you have a, do you have a, a non-released episode? Is there, like, this actually 51 and there's a hidden magical mm. episode something else uh there mm. might i'm trying to think that there is right yeah. to, like yeah. there are definitely ones with messed up recording oh for sure yeah mm. i guess you there's, like, um, there, there, there's much less messed up recordings in your 50, at, at number 50 than you were at number one right yes That's yeah no definitely <laughs> <laughs> you guys sound better do you, do you feel as, as a radio guy like i love doing radio so i'm actually like like do you feel that you guys banter better now uh and radio form do you feel like you've refined like what do you feel like if you can go back like a little time portal and and you can speak into this yeah Corey, is he like you know like he doesn't blow it out too it's amazing he's like oh my god it doesn't blow up what like what would you tell your uh, episode one if you can go back and tell what would you tell them what'd be the the, the tips or tricks do you have any for your mm. I need to uh, research more. A lot of the stuff is like very practical. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, behind the scenes needed. kind of stuff. Huh? Gotcha. Pants not needed. Yes, right pants, pants not needed. That's what's our uh, the business side. Nice, oh, nice. What, what, I can't remember what the hell that was called. <laughs> we had like a whole pitch for that pantsless company. Oh, oh my God. Yes. yes. What? Did we put that in? Was it a Patreon thing or was it on here? I, don't I think it was on here, right? It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's one of the other things too is like making room for the the goofiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, not because I think like the last episode that you and I did was there's so much foolishness, foolish. Oh. Jesus, I can't talk. Foolishness. Yeah. But that's the that's the fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's a the fun for sure. Yeah, it was like a lot, man. We could we were like barely even getting to the point that we were getting to because there was so much like tangent and just like oh yeah, just back and forth. Um too much tangential stuff is hard, man. Tangential, like good conversation is great conversation, but it's not sometimes great radio conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the strongest things I had to learn as a person who rambles nonstop. I had to uh realize I had to like rein things back in or re-steer the ship, like. I was on a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and I don't listen to the podcast. It's a bunch of friends. I don't listen to the podcast because it's all tangential stuff and it's based mm-hmm. on random, very specific things we're going to talk about. And they're mm-hmm. like the last minute, they'll rush through all the stuff versus the hour and a half was just kind of tangential stories, which is fun if you know the people and if you're along for that ride. But like I was there for the topic and be like, oh, so I'm shooting the shit with them and, and back and forth on the show. And the host, I, I kept kind of re- 
pulling the host back into the conversation. And he's like, it's funny. No one else does that. You should just have a kind of a trajectory that whatever happens kind of happens and we squeeze in the last five minutes. And like, it's, I, it, me earlier on would have probably been much more of a tangential dude. Now I think mm. I've, as I gotten older, like my, if I had to yell back at myself for doing radio shows now is being like, keep yourself like, you know, keep a good flow about it because the audience needs to do it. And I, I think in the time I've listened to you guys, you guys have the banter and the back and forth and also feeding off jokes is, is yeah. more refined. Like, I love that you can like, set it up, set it up, set it up. And I'll take some of the Bali. Like, oh my God, four, five, six. Oh, that's it. It was like, you got out of the park. So it's been fun. Yeah. So when someone like announced like when we do uh back and forth, oh my god, and he's like, he passed no, back, like, back there. Uh-oh. Oh my god, so, so we should do an MST3K version of your, your show when he's oh, uh, ding 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, eventually we'll get we'll get that yeah. that awesome. Um but, but no, I gotta, Congress. I've been listening to way too much Are You Garbage? And the two guys that host that, their banter is absurd. So I think oh, I've really? been absorbing a little bit of that back and forth. Oh, you did. I listened to a little bit of it. You you put me onto it a little bit. I think when yeah. you were uh, last time you were in town. Yeah. Yeah, I might have played some of it for you just because it's so absurd. But yeah, those two guys just roll off of each other all the time. It's it's ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I yeah. I dig uh, a good uh, couple that can joke back and forth and like that sort of stuff. It it's it's amazing to see. It's why like Abba Costello is still a name you know. There's a strength between two people, whatever there may be. And like, there's a bunch of podcasts that I listen to, like, um, like I mentioned, I think before, but like, like Radio Lab. Radio Lab's a good one, but I like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, the new one's amazing. They have new hosts. Like, I love uh, uh, Chad Abenrod, I think what it is. And uh, there's another, yeah, and there's another dude that just did a whole series on Netflix that I kind of, but the previous one was an older guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Krellwich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Robert Krellwich. 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 And actually, <laughs> Wait a minute. It's not, Mel, it's not Mervin. Mer- Robert Krelwitz. Robert, Robert Krelwitz. There's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fucking Avengers team of these motherfuckers, aren't there? Like, like, come on, come on. I would, I would watch that movie, Avengers. They wouldn't go anywhere. They sit down and talk about it the entire time. Oh, yeah, yeah listen like, to that. that yeah. Dude, I, and I mushrooms and shit. Robert, Robert Krelwitz. <laughs> uh, his last, when they had his last episode, I, I got a little misty. Uh, Same here. Minute. Dude, he's he's been around for a long time. You know, I, I loved him. I used to listen to him on NPR. So it was fun to watch him step into this new realm where it is him interacting with creative, young-minded people willing to ask questions because he's always asked questions. Like, he was mm-hmm. on a lot of weird NPR shows. Listen, he listens to this. If you ever somehow hears it, I'm a huge yeah. fan of Robert Crowe. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Um, Big time. And, but I, I, like, there was that one time where he, like, uh, was, I, I, I went back and listened to the real broadcast was he, like, played a tuba in the basement uh, to get crocodiles to make to make sound in mm-hmm. like this apartment, something else. And I went back and listened to a lot of his old shows because he just did the randomest. But P- PBS was early on. Early on, he was just kind of doing zanier, weird news. Uh, and like, I don't know, like I said, but his banter back and forth with uh, uh, Jad was like remarkable because oh, yeah. I, there's there's an age difference, but not a cu- young curiosity difference. And mm-hmm. he pulls different stories, and they can banter back and forth. Oh my god. So yeah. at some point, Kirk and Corey will be mentioned this way in 20, 30 years. Like, you know how Corey and Kirk banter? <laughs> One day we hope that as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, thank you. That's a, this is a very, it's a high bar and a high compliment. But it um, is. 500, it is. 500 episodes going to be great. going to be fucking yes. kicking, I tell you. You're going to be, yeah. you'll be here for that too. Oh, yes. 
I mean, probably. I mean, no, in, definitely. In yeah. person, by 500, there'll be teleportation. Ooh. Or we'll have Android, you know, avatars of ourselves. Yes. Um, step into. Something. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> just be like a robot, like just with my voice and all that stuff. Although, <laughs> did, did, <laughs> looks did nothing Elon like Musk, me. Yeah, didn't Elon Musk just have some like weird robots he's trying to release? I, I, I yes. saw jokes about it. But it's like these random screens. I imagine it's going to be like the head standing up. It's going to be your face on a tesla body walking around mm-hmm. like, <laughs> supposed to be able to yeah he's he's pushing robots to help out around the house that'll carry your groceries and but not wow. kill you while you sleep it's i robot <laughs> yeah, yeah isaac asimov man he's been talking about this for a while mm-hmm. but here's the thing mm-hmm. not a lot of people know that there's a thin line between bring your groceries in and killing you while you sleep like it just takes one one vocal command <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, kill my, God, my neighbor <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, or like it, it, it's just like a step in logic it's being like must clean floor how to stop the floor from being not not dirty don't have mud come in person has the mud in the feet humans if no humans come in no dirt will be there and we'll do the job yeah. i'll do exactly. that like it's a like, logic step logic step logic step mm-hmm. you're like oh shit we didn't expect it to learn that way you know? right all of a sudden, yeah. like John Connor comes in, and he's just like, "We got a Terminator of Ultron or an Ultron situation going on here." It's <laughs> <Yeah>. only <laughs> so, like, one way to solve this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one that kicks on one day. I mean, always remember, there's random stories of robots that, like, they made a robot love. They taught a robot, like, what they try to program love into a robot. I am not making this up. Please look it up. If, I, if I'm wrong, let me know. Um, but so they programmed a robot that would hug a person, and it's supposed to show, try and teach it to be enamored and to understand love or something else. So it's building these, like, it's just running these algorithms and trying to figure shit out. The mm-hmm. person that, the woman that came in would clean the system, clean up, they'd be the person to interact with the most, everything else. It falls in love with the woman, what it thinks to be in love with the woman. And what it does next is it doesn't let her leave the room. It, it wants to hug her, everything else. They had to call in text to stop and dismantle the love robot because all it wanted to be is around her. And it figured if she never leaves, then he, she'll, like, I don't want her to go so she can't leave. So it literally blocked the door <laughs> And they no. had to, and again, if this is just a, a folktale of sci- sci-fi, let me know. I would gladly be updated than be wrong and saying it's the wrong thing. But mm-hmm. in my universe, what I believe to be true, that there was a robot that they had dismantled because it loved a person and wouldn't, wouldn't let her leave the room. Like it was literally blocking the door. Like, you know, hug robot. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. but I love you. Yeah. You know, look at <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you know what I would have done? I told him like, listen, can you just take the hardware, the system and just bring it down to a box and just put it on her desk. So it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, this, this robot loves me right here. It's like, hello. Yeah. You know. That was that was how the Furby was born. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. They just struck it down to that horrifying little Mogwai-looking thing. And do you, do you ever see the knockoffs of Furbies? That came out? Ass oh, dude, they're horrifying. Like, there was one I had that someone got for me. Actually, I don't think I got it at a yard sale. It's a it's a Furby, but it, the center part opens up and an egg pops out, and a smaller version comes out of it. Oh, the eyes, yeah, oh my god, and it was a knockoff one, so it was like wasn't recorded right, and it was start trying to try to learn things, but it wasn't. And mm-hmm. oh my god, and one day we I was gonna work on it, and we lost the skin for it. So all it was was just the bot, the robot staring mm-hmm. at you, these big eyes blinking, and then every mm-hmm. once in a while I'd be like start talking, and then his chest would crack open, and an egg would shoot out. And you're like, oh god, oh, oh. <laughs> we have updated. <laughs> Pow! You're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. But I love you. Stop, 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 stop. It starts saying, oh, baby. You're like, oh, like, like, oh, like, 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 saying the word, like, like, a child is coming, like, baby. 
baby. You're like, what? Also, like, and I was like, this thing oh. <laughs> opens up. Imagine the skin is gone. The softness of this animal is long since gone. Now it's hard plastic and eyes staring at you that like don't blink properly. Like, like just the the plastic goes by, but there's no longer a thing behind it, so it's not like it's just staring at your soul. And it's just like its chest unfurls and an egg. Oh. Like, no, don't haunt my dreams. Oh baby, no oh, baby, oh no. Yeah. Yeah, that's how oh the bomb's going to take over. That's, yeah. that's the knock most terrifying thing. Knockoff things are some of my favorite things. Either knockoff toys and knockoff movies. Mo- yes. Things that I yeah. like. Oh, my yeah. God. So, how many of those freaking Hellscape movies or whatever that studio is, Corey, have you watched? What is the, um, like, the rip-off Pixar studio? Asi- asi- uh, oh, no. Uh, Pixar one? I know, like, the Asylum. Asylum, knock- Asylum yeah. film is the one who does all the knockoffs. Like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Hitler uh, versus... No, um... Uh, Ooh. was Mecca Hitler? That's the one. Uh, so, Nazis, Nazis at the center of the earth, which is their their fight against uh, Nazi uh, Iron Sky, the Nazis on the moon one. They did. Yeah, yeah. The stars. Think about other ones. Was like a Transformers. It, oh, no, Jake, Jake Busey. Jake Busey's oh, in. Jake uh, Busey. Nazi, yeah, Nazis at the center of the universe, center of the planet. So mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. earth. Uh, if you watch Pluto TV, not that I'm being a plug for Pluto TV, there's an Asylum Network. You can just pop on and watch all the movies they have going on. And oh, it's like wow. some movies that they didn't even get released in the major like things, like you know. Yeah. Did they, wait, did they do a Zombies or whatever like that too? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, Zombies. They also, I, I mean, they were the Sharknado people. Asylum was a Sharknado, oh. and they got seven movies out of that. Has anyone seen all of Sharknado? Because it becomes very self-aware, and at at five and six and seven, it circles back around to being good again. Third Dude, and fourth, not so much. I'll tell you what. There was a time where sci-fi actually did put out like, you know, pretty pretty good movies. They weren't the best, but they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they started just mixing, uh, you know, werewolf, sharktopus versus uh, mecha shark, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a shark. shark. Well, there's a uh, one I just watched the other day. Was it uh, uh, octo where shark? Octo shark versus yeah, where shark? That's the where shark yeah. one. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's only like that. That one, though, if you're a 13-year-old boy, there is somehow a monster that chases a nurse in high heels that goes for multiple scenes. Like, this thing is like this giant predatory <laughs> running, and she's like, oh, no! <laughs> running through. Yeah, she and, running is, heels, still, and she ran in heels and made multiple scenes of that one. So if you're a 13-year-old boy and want to watch it, like, it's just, nothing's bad about it, but it's like the hot nurse from, like, you know, the, the Animaniac sort of like, oh, hello, my God. hello nurse. nurse. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Very much. A... If you're from an Animaniacs, hello, nurse. There's a hello, yeah. nurse in mm-hmm. uh, that. Uh, what is it? The shark versus world shark. I don't Curse know. Of the, Curse of the were shark. Yeah, they had returns. They had this one. One is like start off as two headed shark attack and then turn into six headed shark attack. It's gone and through those this... iterations. It didn't go from yeah. two to six. It goes three hundred shark attack, four hundred shark attack, mm-hmm. and that one stars uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter. By the way, she oh, is. Yeah. If yeah. you follow shark, bad shark movies, there is a, a one one part question: Is uh, um, Brooke uh, Hogan? I forgot her name. Brooke Hogan, yeah, Brooke Hogan, yeah. Brooke Hogan in it because in multiple shark movies she is a shark expert in it. Like she fights sand sharks, she fights the five headed shark attack. Sand like, sharks. Sand sand shark is sharks that swim through sand. There's also yeah. lava sharks. There's also ice sharks, avalanche sharks. So I'd, the ghost I'd sharks. It, like, huh? Oh, sorry. No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm going through all the shark movies I've seen and the variations of them. 
There's ghost oh, yeah, sharks that sharks that come out of water. Like if you have a puddle, a ghost shark can come out of it. A toilet <laughs> is a puddle of water, just so you know, based on this logic of this movie. Like in that Courage mm-hmm. of Cowardly Dog episode. Oh my god, yeah. You ever yeah, seen yeah, that episode? I, I haven't seen all of them, but I know I've seen a bunch of the Courage Cowardly Dog. Uh yeah, so tell me, this one is, is there a shark coming out of the the, the toilet? There's like a it's like a mermaid woman. It's kind of oh. like a siren type of woman and stuff. Mm-hmm. Courage is a good time. People watch Courage. Um, I know Courage. Oh my God. No, it was like it was one of those shark head movies, and like there was this couple because they're like you know they're running from this thing, uh, like they like had taken a boat out to an island and all that stuff, whatever. And um, I don't know why they just didn't, didn't like fly out of there, or whatever. Anyways, there's this couple, and they're like, "Oh my god, thank God you made it! Oh, oh my god, I'm so glad you survived!" And so they're like making out and shit, and uh, literally, this fucking shark is just making its way slowly to the island gets on land. I'm like, well, what's it going to do on land? It uses its fucking faces <laughs> to oh, no shit. walk That's right. and eat these people. And I'm just like, you stupid fucks. <laughs> and just like, just, I'm like, okay, I'll give them, I'll give them that for innovation. But like, these people didn't have to die. They just need to raise that body count up. And they're like, well, we got to get the shark out of the water. That's how it works. We, work, we make those movies. They're like, okay, how can people die? Okay, how? We have a shark. The, people know a shark's going to eat the person. The trick of the making the movie is how do they die? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you have to like, yeah. ooh, I didn't expect to be die that way. You know, like yeah. uh, Deep Blue, the shark one. That's where they try like has Sam Jackson in it. They kept <laughs> trying to be like, who's going to die by a shark attack? Because you know the movie's going to be person gets eaten by a shark. It's not like you know the shark made a bomb and then it, yeah. it snuck no. through the vents and did, like no, the fucking shark's got teeth. It's going to show up and bite you. That's the whole premise yeah. of a shark attack movie. So, oh my but god, Deep Blue Sea is delightful though. I do enjoy that. I do. I gotta watch. It's, 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 I, I conflate that one with Sphere. Isn't oh my god! Sphere, yeah, Sphere, another underwater movie. Yeah, yeah, it has the like the Sphere what? they find. Yeah, my god, yeah, Sphere. It's uh, based on um, whose book? Is that a Crichton uh, book. Yeah, it's a Crichton book. Hmm. Yeah, Sphere. Sphere. I don't know if I've seen that. It's good. Hmm. It's it's uh, definitely a late '90s sci-fi, and the book got really popular back in the '90s, obviously, and um, like it. Uh, they did it relatively well. They changed a bit of the ending on things, but it's it's you know. Hmm. I have to go back and I have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I have to check that out. I've I've never. I don't think I've ever. Yeah. Read that okay. One. So, quick premise without giving anything away. They find a ship yeah. on the bottom of the ocean. It's a huge spaceship. Like it's something clearly from space. And as they're expecting it, they look down. They're like, "Wait, this is this is a this is a, a, a Earth ship." Because like there's like in the movie they look over there's a trash sign it says the word trash. They're like, "Wait a minute, that's in English. What the hell?" Mm-hmm. And in the book, same thing. They find a, a sunken ship. And but the crazy thing is that inside the, the the sunken ship, there's a cargo hold and there's a giant sphere. And then I'll let you guys read the book or watch the movie to know rest that some shit goes south. Or yeah, okay. interesting. So yeah, so sphere. I, I like that one it. actually. It's like married in my brain to Event Horizon, although I know they're not the same. No, but it's the same space time because it has Patrick uh, Sam Neill in it. In the uh, Sam Neill. Yeah. yeah. Ben Rise and I was hoping for more. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll talk movies all day. Because actually, here, oh, I'm going yeah. to give a plug. Right? I'm going to plug something. So I do this thing called Anomaly Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And I, so I love movies. I was doing every week at my uh, house for 15 so years. I kind of stopped a little bit ago. But I was having a thing called Film Fail. And I would watch, sincerely watch every movie I could. But some movies I need to be, can't watch alone. So um, I just made friends with movie people. And then fast forward in Rochester, I have a thing. It's called Anomaly Film Fest. And it's a genre film movie. And it's all the like 
so, yeah, everyone else has the other film fest are like you know the the really loving ones and amazing something else these are for the movies you're like wait what you know like mandy would be in this one we've had shows mm -hmm. with we've done um a lot of cool movies you would never expect to see and uh but it's all genre film and like like I've got a chance to watch so many movies that I would never had had a chance to watch if it wasn't for the submissions coming in. And there's some great ones. There's some other ones that this is the, clearly the first film. Mm -hmm. And uh, and but like we're super supportive too. So as a, like what as my other things I've been working on in my life, another one is Anomaly Film Fest, and they actually have a podcast too. Um, and now, uh, just but if you if like, anyone is a movie nut, like check them out because we've been following and like talking about different movies, and it's a source to like talk about movies that you would never get a chance to talk about. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun. It's been super fun. That's so, you know, we, all of us here are movie nuts, so like we'd love to hang on about that. <laughs> well, speaking of of movies, can you tell us anything about Melvin? Oh my God, Melvin Bauer. Yeah. Oh, I totally. Yeah, I, lately. So I uh, last year during the 2020, um, I decided that you know what, I, I made my studio. I have a big projector, and I was kind of like figuring out what to do. And I decided like, you know, I'm gonna start making some like props and stuff, and. The reason was is because my buddy of mine, who uh, name is Roy, he has uh, will work for fame uh, movies, and he was he bought this little character and was animating him to stop motion walking around doing stuff. And the guy broke one time, and I'm like, oh, I can fix it. So I started fixing random stuff up, and I kind of wanted to learn more how to do stuff. And I was like, this is kind of fun. What? I, and so one day, I'll tell you guys, I'll give the full breakdown. One day, I was sitting here. And I had a bunch of cash. I'm like, oh, I may go party. Maybe go get like some beers tonight. Go do buy something with it. And then I realized that the Stan Winston School was having a sale. You can buy like some like mm -hmm. you can buy all the DVDs, and you could or you could like take the classes online. And if you sign up, they had like half off day. Uh, if you sign up, you get all the classes. You can take every class. You can sit in on classes if they have it. You can chat back and forth. So I was sitting here, I'm like, hmm, party or go back to like take classes and learn something. And my, my adult brain goes, you know what? We can do drugs later in my life. Let's go take some classes. <laughs> so, so I started taking like random, like I signed up for it and it's just been like, I'd be working here and on the big screen, there'd be a, a random class. So um, I was talking to the dude who was doing the little stop motion monster thing. And he's like, I wanna do some more films. And like, if you look back through Melvin, like Melvin the Devourer on Instagram and some other stuff, if you look back through, there's another, there's an older one. It's not Melvin. It's this little figure. And like, I follow the guy. He's an awesome, he makes toys, but the toys are his. And I tell him like, listen, this is the business Magnus talking to, to business Roy. And I'm like, listen, this is great. But if you make a movie or make anything with it, that's a, that's a figure that that guy made. Like you need to pay him money or something else. And he's like, oh shit, you're right. Uh, can you make one? I'm like, I can make a monster. That's fine. And I was already taking classes and like gave me a focus to make something. So I playing around some new clays and stuff. So I made a little bendable like original guy was a little smaller i'm like you know i'm making a bigger melvin so you can play with him a bit more so i made a little larger and it's got like bendable fingers i use this new product called cosplay and it's it dry you can put it like sculpey but when it's dried you can bend it like so the hands are bendable but they're sculpted clay bendable hands mm -hmm. so i was like playing around and he's like oh can you make more stuff so he writes these scripts he's like listen i need a bigger melvin can you goof around with it I'm like listen i've never made one before but i'll try it and so I made this like large full-size Melvin. Actually, it's actually Nick Cage size Melvin. That's what the line is like, can you make a Melvin the size of Nick Cage? Cause I want to have a Nick Cage inspired scene using a big size Melvin. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. So I ended up making a bigger Melvin. And so Melvin Devour, it's uh, a little short series that are on Instagram and he's trying to make more movies. So we just shot a bunch of sh uh, shorts to make episodes of, to bid for other projects. So if he gets more money, like I told him like, it's only like, a couple hundred dollars went into making this Melvin and I would love to do it, but I'd like, 
like now that I and luckily taking Stan Winston classes, which is one of the things I, I got to press. If you like, if you work for yourself, take marketing classes, find people that know what they're doing and watch them. There's plenty of YouTube channels. They're showing you what to do. There's no reason why you can't be like, you know, it's a matrix. Like I know Kung Fu now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can now learn how to make random props this way. So I've been making cool props for movies. I've worked on uh, about three or four movies now in the past two years and like random props. Like there's actually a giant pile of monster to my left that is like, another like they want to do more like i'm doing a kaiju movie with a guy and he's like hey we need to have a giant kaiju i'm like what do you need so i build a big frame for it like again all new stuff but i'm trying to learn different things and i have fun making stuff like and if i get approached by a person i'd be like hey can you make x y or z and i tell them like i've never done it before but let's give it a shot and they were super happy they loved it and it was just a quick little down and dirty like a two-part mold mask and I use this flexit foam. So you actually can uh, move the head. But si- side note, this is actually funny. This is my life lessons. To, like, <laughs> I, ma- I made it, it fit me, but the guy wearing the mask and the other people I tried out was had a smaller face. Like I have a very yeah. big noggin and the mouth would open if you could open your mouth up. Well, it fit my mask just fine. Well, his face, he had a bigger, larger nose. So it shifted it out this way. His chin missed the hinge. And we like we I, I made it thinking it would fit because it was a mass-produced mask that it was based off of. And yeah. oddly enough, we, we tried the body, tried everything else. We had it look his it lined his face up. We built it, it was slightly off. So like it, it's made to open its mouth up. So like life lessons, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's been a fun process of making Melvin the Devourer. And I so I have a making more monsters for him. Um, but yeah, he, we had a we had a shoot last uh, two weeks ago. It was uh um JR came in, so we have a bunch of like 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 legit film team came in from LA and we we're doing stop motion just kind of work through like it wasn't 100 perfect stop motion this is the I feel like this is the episodes to show concept to work on to more stuff because okay. I mean you can't do stop motion in like a four-hour window to make something crawl through and go up and everything else so uh, but it's been fun you have been little bendable monsters um giant full-size ones and it which is cool because I've been making eyes for the monster which I needed to do anyway and then as I keep making more things, I keep making, like I made a, that giant uh, Hydra. I made a three-headed optical illusion Hydra for a brewery. But that's it. Yeah. Like I get messages. But like, that's how my emails come in. Like, hey, can you make a giant dragon? I was like, yeah, what do you need? You know, and those are like, that's what I've been enjoying. My studio is, I get messages for like, hey, can you do something weird? Or like an agency is like, hey, we got to design, we designed this. We don't know how to build it. Can you help me design and build something? So it's been fun, yeah. So I've been making movies. Um, one movie just got canceled because we're not sure what Delta is going to be like. We because we have one of the guys who's shooting there is in Canada. In Canada, can't we can't guarantee someone's coming in, and we don't want to waste anyone's money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like we're still like everyone's still hustling. We don't have a giant backer like here's a million dollars. It's like every person who's working on this project, the money comes out of their own pocket. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's why I like I, I love working at this level, which is crazy. It's like working with startups. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of ambition and a lot of awesome energy. The trade-off is, is there's a lot of times like you're working at a minimum wage job, if not less, but it's totally a labor of love. And it's, it's great. I, I, the reason I hustle to do everything else is because I'd rather do, I'd rather do 15 jobs that are excited, excited. And like, I may not make, I just got to make money to pay the, pay the studio and just kind of skip along through life and everything else. But I don't know. I've been working as Melvin's awesome. Check them out. It's Melvin, the devourer. It's like, um, uh, and the funny thing is, we made a little stop motion, and he got—he's like, I don't want to do stop motion like anymore. I feel like that he's not going to, but it feels like he's having more fun with the giant monster. So he may mm. be working into doing a puppet version of a Melvin versus a little stop motion. So we're like, mm. it, it, it's these fun little projects, being like, hey, you want to do this? So I'm like, and literally, I, I love Stan Winston School. I can't say it enough. Like they're a resource. They have a like 
forums online. If you have a question, you can ask it. And fucking Stan Winston's son responds to me because he's like, oh, yeah. this is what we're doing right now. This is the artist. He, do, he does the class here. Check it out. So I've been able to build crazy cool monsters. And in a span of a year's time, I've spent that money better than the money I would have spent on, on the drugs and partying. You know what I mean? So yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's been fun. Oh my gosh. To circle back around, Melvin the Devourer. Fucking mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> I do have another uh, cool. couple of... Uh couple of weeks ago we had we'd seen some pictures of you or some pictures of going into the woods and this was shortly after we had watched in the earth together oh yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. A time through cat cage and stuff you're talking about yeah I yeah was, so was... actually, ahead, i'm, I'm a pod person i'm about to say you you, you, you turned me you, you caught me now i gotta go kill you guys so thank you oh, no. yeah. Cook. <laughs> oh my god there's gonna be a smoke-filled area you can't walk mm -hmm. through now oh, some no. flashing lights Mm -hmm. <laughs> crazy uh sounds yeah 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 great <laughs> now i gotta murder you guys i was really hoping you didn't have to uh hey. cory we're gonna get posed awkwardly in some photos to communicate with a necromancer yeah i guess so yeah that this was such a oh so, last episode huh? oh my god yeah, yeah. But that, I, I would definitely watch more movies with you guys circle back around but i would gladly Dude, like yeah. mst3k or not maybe i'd be nicer about it but i like I gladly watch some of these movies with you guys again because that was enjoyable, despite being a very not. I'm glad I watched it with someone. I'll say that. I'm mm -hmm. glad I watched it. Watch yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So I was walking through. The reason I was uh, going through, uh, climbing through mount like caves and everything else is there's a project I've been working with. Actually, I met some people that are they have a cabin, like this big, nice like hunting lodge they had for family stuff, and it's right on the border between Pennsylvania and uh, New York. Mm -hmm. And how I met them is just like, I needed some time off. Like I've been, it's been a very long year. It's the first time I've taken some time away by myself in about three years. Like I, oh, I work in your studio. A lot of times I don't get a chance to take time off. So it was the first time I could be like, so I dashed away to this cabin. It was awesome. Like I had a great time. It's a gorgeous view. And the guy, he, he loves uh, like, so I was working with a photographer. Uh, even when I'm on vacation, I'm still working. It's even that. So I, the photographer I was working with works at the George Eastman Museum. And he was working on making Will-O-Wisp, uh, Will-O-The-Wisp like, photograph scenes. Mm -hmm. So he's making like, so I'm making props. And I made a cool bunch of props so you can like take photos of it in the woods. So we're trying to find sites to take photos of. And the guy who owns the property loves it. He starts talking about these random caves here and there. And uh, we're in the mountain range between Pennsylvania and New York, it is some of the oldest areas. It at one point was an ocean bed and it's just mm -hmm. mountains have been slowly rising. And so if you're in there, there's like a lot of coral, like there's like these weird coral pieces and just hunks of rock that have just been like slowly settling over the course of a fucking epic, you know, like yeah. epoch, excuse me. So yeah. there's like random caves and he's like, there's, they, they find, at the bottom of the ocean, they find like random hunks of weird stones sporadically. So we have to like look through Like, you know, there's these weird uh, type of quartz glass that exists through there that make no sense they're like gorgeous like there's uh museums showing the random stones they find so he's just like you want to go hiking around look for random stuff as we're shooting photographs for will-o-wisp and um yeah so I, I was literally the funny thing was i was thinking about it i'm like this is how i die this is how the, mm -hmm. the fungus takes me or there's gonna be like this gone through these little caves but i'm but i'm one of those I will say this. I'm one of those idiots that will go inspect something. Like I, like I'll be first to die in a movie. You're like, what's that? A curiosity, <laughs> dead. You know what I mean? Huh. So yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't follow me in. Like, you know, I'll just yell, don't write for me. Just keep going. You know. 
So I, like, they, they, they find this random cave and the guy's like, and like, do you want to see what's in there? Like if the guy puts his head down and like, but it's big enough, like I can fit through it. Like not like Winnie the Pooh are going to climb through. Like I can climb in there. Like, so I, I like climb through this cave and it's like, perf- I mean, it's a super hot day. And down there is like perfectly cool. Like 57 mm-hmm. degrees, never changing. And I'm like climbing, like it's not big enough. It's like just a kind of a long, like living yeah. room length, narrow cave, but I'm climbing through and like, it doesn't take much to convince me to go check something out. Like, and so I love exploring. So I was like climbing through caves down through this. And the crazy thing is there's random, like in the bottom of these, you'll find like chunks of quartz and like bright white stones. And like, it's, it's, it's really fun. Like I love going through there. Um, and the guy who does it is totally a person that thinks, and this is weird. This is like an odd side tangent. He told you he's like a, a, a Sasquatch guy. So I'll gladly, we're sitting around a fire mm-hmm. looking at this gorgeous view. And he's just like talking about random, like, I think there may be a Sasquatch around here. I'm like, tell me more. My gosh. So, yeah, yeah. So, but it's 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 fun. It's my gosh. It's so really awesome down there. So, what what kind of Sasquatch guy is he though? Is he like Australian Pythicus, oh, or is he yeah. like interdimensional traveler? Exactly. See, this is why we're friends, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Right there, you think I am a guy? Like, listen, there's giant bipedal monkeys walking around right now because I am one. So I'm much like I'm fine <laughs> expecting like I'll let have a conversation about everything, you know. And I was like, listen, I, I'm okay. I know there's big like gorillas rucking around. If there, there could be a giant bipedal, like Australopithecus, you know, or something like, you know, Gigantopithecus, you know, mm-hmm. if, if I can say it right. I'm like, I I literally was, had uh, Jeff Meldrum's book on it. Like I'll gladly, like I want to believe. I've never seen anything, but I'm a guy that like, will gladly listen to a person tell a story. Like in the days of my radio days, I did uh, a, a news of the weird segment and would literally go places and interview people that had seen a Bigfoot or something else. So I'm all for like, I want to believe, I would love to have like Harry and the Hendersons is one of my favorite movies. I still have the beta tape of Harry and the Hendersons. That's how much, that's how old I love this thing. So, um, but he is a guy who's like, listen, I'm a, I'm a, like, I think that they, they, they're trans-dimensional creatures. He thinks this way. And I'm like, I'm going to have a conversation, but that means I have to now believe there's a multiple dimension. Like, there's just, is there's a Sasquatch? Sure. Are squirrels also, like, wh- where's the line draw? What animal here is also, like, I've watched an owl vanish on me into a tree. Like, did the owl go in a different dimension? You know, so mm-hmm. there's always one of those that, like, I, the woo factor. So, sure. but, and I, like, again, we're sitting on a beautiful hilltop looking at the expanse of the fucking, like, the, the, the Appalachian sort of hilly round hills. And, like, you, you want to talk about Sasquatch? This sounds perfect to me right now. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah, he yeah. is clearly one of the guys that thinks that there's, like, they can phase in and out something else. I'm like, tell me more. I mean, like, I have, like, again, if they're real, I have no idea. Like, there's plenty of anecdotal evidence uh, or, like, anecdotal stories, not evidence, but, like, notes and stuff of mm-hmm. people seeing random things, like people, like, vanishing or seeing lights in the, in, you know, and they kind of, you know. But the funny thing, the other guy there was, the other guy's like, maybe they're aliens. So we had a third guy involved in the, I think, he was taking that stance. I'm like, this is the best conversation to have. While mm-hmm. since 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 like weed's now legal in New York State, it was a heavy cloud of smoke as we're talking on a thing. And that's <laughs> the exact way to live a life right there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. So <laughs> so yeah, he's a woo factor. He's a guy that does that. And but the funny thing is, like, he's an awesome dude. And he will literally like, listen, I, I, you want to get away for a weekend? It's an hour or a couple hours away. Like, do you want to go look for a Sasquatch in the woods with me? I'm like, dude, that sounds good. I like, you have nothing to do all day to do it, man. I'm taking a week mm-hmm. vacation off. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> do some, do some wood knocking. Yeah, yeah. Like now, I'm a person I don't like. Okay, you want to go a whole topic here? I, I do not like. I love the concept of it, but I don't know why people would wood knock. There's every other animal in the world. If they starts hitting a tree against, it means run away or something mm-hmm. else. Also, mm-hmm. uh, as an animal, that if it's supposedly this big, if it can like make a, I bet you it can make a sound that's like it's just just a clunking sound. Like, have you ever been around a gorilla when it hits its chest? It's a weird. It's like a hollow like. 
uh, this is the funniest thing. I, I at one point did a lot of illustration for the Zoological Society here. So I did a lot of orangutan drawing and I had to draw some like random other stuff. Like I've actually drawn uh, a gorilla illustrations and like I've never, I've been around a couple of gorillas like Atlanta and stuff. And it's great. I've made friends with all these zoological people. So I get chance to hang out with other zoos and other groups. So if I'm traveling through, I'll be like, hey, who do you know in Atlanta? Because I want to get the behind the scenes of a zoo or see an animal page or whatever it is. And I was watching a, a gorilla just stand up one time. It was just, just like, done with the day it was like just screaming kids everywhere you can see it he's just like eating whatever he's eating and he just stands up he's like i am and just like pow and it sounded like the weirdest like rubber band snapping like hit and it was like he just had himself puffed up and it was the weirdest sound being like oh i guess if if there's a giant ape running around maybe it's not wood against wood maybe it's how how hard his fist can hit his Mm -hmm. chest how much something else and of course i have no idea i just love listening to those sort of stories like when I work at during the day, I don't listen to music. I listen to people talking. So I listen to podcasts. Right. And if I want to tune something out, I'll tune into one of those like late night call-in shows because I really don't have to listen. Uh-huh. And like, and I also, I test myself. If I can listen to someone and know they're making something up, it's better for me to hear someone and know what the tricks are. Like working for myself, I, it's a random thing. Like I love listening to stories and now I've gotten good enough to listen to be like, that person believe he saw something. And that person is just looking for someone like, you know, whatever it is, so. Yeah, so I, I uh, this guy keeps inviting me down. I gladly go hang out stuff. And the funny thing is, is like I used to get a podcast out of it. Like I'm gonna sit down and record them. I have like a Zoom recorder, yeah. being like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you want to do this?" So yeah. Yeah. Oh, here, here's uh, a yeah. uh, schemes come true. Hot take: the wood knocking sound is uh, the sound of the Sasquatch blipping into existence in our reality. Oh my gosh! Okay, Val, okay. we have some people, since we have no answer. All answers are on the table still. That's right. So, I mess with that. I mess with that. So, so you like not, summon it almost in a way? No, so is oh, no. this oh, no, so this is the sound effect. This is the sound that you hear when they're mm-hmm. when they're when it's happening, the wood knock sound is the like they're like yep. so is, yeah. it, is it them blinking out or is there a portal they walk through? Because if you're having a portal, oh, I feel like okay. that's like the uh you know quantum leap, you need to have some sort of device. Like I don't yeah. think I don't think there's a giant like t- uh, uh like device that they leap through like they're not smart. It seems like, like they're like whoop. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we, we this is our theory, a possible take. If you know people want to write in and let us know, is this yeah. is that that sound effect? Now yeah, is that like, just the? So question <laughs> is, if other animals come through, if you hear a wood knock, is it only Sasquatch? Like mm-hmm. if there's a Skinwalker Ranch scenario where there's supposed to be portals oh, there dude. as well too, right? So do you hear wood knocks on Skinwalker Ranch? Do you like? I don't, I don't know. So, it's right? I don't know how many Sasquatch sightings I. I've, I need to do some more Skinwalker research because it's been a while. I think everything happens at Skinwalker. <laughs> they have the you know oh, the, no. the window of day in the middle of the night, or vice versa, and the, the dogs like the unkillable yeah, wolves. They, they, they had a portal that just opened up, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. in our universe, Sasquatch have a noisy portal, and Skinwalkers yeah. have a more aerodynamic, sleek one. Like it seems yeah, like right. it's like an iris supposed to be like opening up, right? It's like a something walks through yeah. and it closes down in Skinwalker. Dude, yeah, I, okay. I love talking this stuff because I, I was a 12 year old kid when uh, like mystery to the unknown was on, on like those commercials. So like, mm-hmm. like I dig the, like, I love questions that have no answer to them because it allows me to question even more. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's dumb stuff, like, I don't know the answers to, I would love, like, I want to believe, but I'm a skeptical dude. I, I debunk stuff. Like, well, oh, I used to get brought on. I, I used to do a ghost hunting, uh, because I, I had a good tech. Oh, like, yeah. EVPs scare me. Like, I got to say, if someone talks in a room when no one else is there, mm-hmm. like, that bothers me. Like, Ooh. so I used to, and I, I love to go, like, those sort of stuff. Like, like I said, I did News of the Weird for a radio show for a while. So I get brought out and be like, 
hey, so-and-so is doing a ghost hunt. We're going to do it. You wanted to go in just for the radio show? So you have a little bit of segment for the next week? I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, imagine, imagine getting paid to go to a ghost, ghost talk. Yeah. Dude, oh my God. when... Uh, I'll be doing that ghost talk. I, need, I keep dragging my feet about reaching out to this guy. But there is a dude here in Denver who's in a band called The Ghoulies. But he's also one of the resident spiritualists at the Stanley. You oh, mentioned yeah. this guy because this guy yeah. is awesome. So Halloween yes. show, right? This is your Halloween show. You got to get Ooh. that. Right? Yeah. So I think awesome. it's, it's going to end up being you, me, Corey, Pogue, and hopefully this gentleman. I need to. I need ghost to of the round table. Yes. I, like, yeah. I need to, I need to contact spooky him. Episode. Yes. Very spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky. Wait, wait. yeah, yeah. So, Corey, give us a good spooky. Then give us a creepy spooky. Mm-hmm. Good evening. Welcome to the spooky <laughs> schemes come true episode. Now, do the, I, now you got to do an ominous sounding spooky. Can you do this? Welcome like to the spooky schemes come true episode. That's a little too sexy, I think. Is it too sexy? <laughs> Trouble is, everything Corey does is sexy. That's It doesn't matter what's going on. His spooky is just inadvertently sexy. Yeah. You can't get away. Trust me, oh my God. I, I've been like steaming this entire time. Uh, like, oh boy. Speaking, speaking of spooky though, and hats off to Magnus on this one because he whipped up this little gem while we were recording. Uh, for the people at home who are not watching because nobody watches because we never post the video, um, I'm going to put oh, this up God. on Instagram. It's a lovely Photoshop of a yes. rather large spider looming over my shoulder. It's not my drawing. I should say right now. I just tossed it in quick. I, if I had my iPad here, I'd have been drawing that. I was going to say, I'm like, I'm like, how'd you do that without looking at? Yeah, looking at it's crazy. Yeah, because the screen is Photoshop. Is this screen I'm looking at right now? You guys are over my right. I don't care about you guys in the slightest. I'm just Photoshop. <laughs> but yes, I, I have not seen uh, the jumping spider now for a while. So that he's behind you. I can say it. Watch out! I know. I know. Actually, what's in your beard right there? What's in your mustache? That's what, oh, no. Uh, he's so nervous. I'm, uh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. No, no, I'm sleeping. Well, you don't sleep in that room, so it's okay, right? That's, it's well, not yeah, that room I don't anymore. know if he's still trouble. in this. Exactly. I don't know if he's still in this room. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to have to Always be afraid. check every corner of the house. <laughs> Seymour Butts is going to be pissed when she hears this. Oh, the butts. Is she the afraid? Butts. Of spiders? Yeah. We both are. Oh, damn. I've gotten better about it over my years. Like I, I, if I get spooked by something, I'm okay. Like, like I'm not okay. Excuse me. But if I like see it coming and be like, oh, okay, like snakes. Like I'm okay with snakes, but when they startle you, you're like, oh god, you know, mm-hmm. like there's something slithering away. Mm-hmm. Like the the, the uh, mammalian brain is like, oh god. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> yep. 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 Can't yep. quite process it. Like uh, something it shouldn't move that way. What is that? That's moving that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a primal thing. So mm-hmm. it is. I get that way very much, so all the time I'm just like, whoa, like, oh. <laughs> I did find a, like a very large moth the other day at the gas station. Was it Mothra? No, but was Mothra? it was cool. It was a banded sphinx moth, Ooh, one of these oh, Texas nice. moths down here. It looks really, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll have to send you a picture. It's nice, pretty sweet. Oh my goodness! We do not so this is how much I am, by the way, weird. That once I send that picture of the spider, I already noticed the mistakes on it. So I'm sending you a second one that I already fixed. So that's Perfect. how I work as a. <laughs> and to be fair, people, he sent that probably 20 minutes ago. So you whip that together very quickly. Yeah, I just yeah. uh, was looking for the right opportunity <laughs> to share said image. Okay, but I'll share the I'll share the better one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> It's just right on your face. Yeah. Oh, I can't find it. 
No. It's a little yeah. bit dark in here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where to go? Where to go? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that'd be horrible. If they were like that size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything that's, I feel like, that's small that then is even the size of like a cat would be horrifying. I was I mean, just about to say, it sounds think like about a frog the size of the cat. Like, I know, you know, there are hell better I mean, salamanders that are after immense. bullfrog. Pretty big. Really? Yeah, yeah. African bullfrog's probably like a foot or so. I mean, not <laughs> as big, big as a house cat, but yeah. big. Bufo marina is a uh, the Latin name for the really big, the, the marine toads. And those mm-hmm. things are yay big. Oh, also, yeah. also the ones you get drugs off of, too. Not that I, I know this, I've ever done it. Hey. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, uh, a giant, I mean, the, that's the ones that took over Australia, right? The, yeah, but now uh, they're... Cane toad? Oh. Cane toads, right? No, cane toad. Marina. Yeah. Cane toad, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. speaking of Australia... And this is we're we're into the weeds now for sure. Oh, literally, yeah. actually, they have a plague of mice right now. Woo! Oh which did, yeah. Which oh, didn't yeah. they get the frogs in there to get rid of the mice? That wasn't a part of the yeah. problem. Something I like that. Think so, but whatever it is, it's not working because they're like, and this is like serious shit. There are whole um, large scale farms that are completely devastated by mice. Like the mice destroyed the crops and then they destroyed the machinery, and the farmers are just like, the fuck. Yeah, I, I watched the videos of people like they're just oh, pick up uh, like a board and wherever the light, wherever they're hiding is just the, the shadow of it is all mice and yeah. scurrying. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah. I mean, plagues, man. That's how it works. It's scary. And it doesn't take much. Like uh, there's um, there's a documentary uh, called, I think, Mice on uh, Netflix. And it was talking about how in, um, I think, India. There's certain monsoons, and there's when there's a not a monsoon season, there's a plague of mice that happen. And because it has an extra two weeks that the baby mice can be get big enough to breed again, and it gets oh. twice that mi- mice that year. So uh-huh. normally the weather has been fine, but trouble is now that the the, the weather is getting lo- longer, better, mice are becoming they have they, they plan for one breeding season or two at best, not two to three, or yeah. it's cold enough to stop them, you know. Jeez. As a guy who works for the zoo, it's scary to see what the current situation is with planets and whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're sure. Fucking communal spiders before we started recording. Yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. There's a guy on uh on YouTube who uh I got kind of curious because it was the keep on popping up like in the uh, the carousel. But he um he like performs a service with uh I think he has like a mink. That he uh, will get um, like hunt like rats with like wow. certain like parks or other like um, areas like farms mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then he also has uh, um, I don't know what type of uh, monitor lizard, but um, he also like will rat with that as well. Oh wow! And I God. think he's like one of the one of the few people that actually does that. <laughs> you know, like rats with a monitor lizard. Oh my and, God. Um, I, I've seen yeah. ratting with uh, like the Jack Russell. T- there's like there's like mm-hmm. ratting. Oh, yeah. Competitions with dogs. And I mean, I grew up on a farm. I, I watched there was actually uh, breeders that would tra- like just train these little and there's like a uh, Parcells tra- Terrier. It's a black version of a, J- a Jack Russell Terrier. It's all black. And it's just yeah. a killing machine. My God, I've watched. Yeah, like, I've seen that. But monitor lizards. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, release yeah. the nightmare. Wow. Yeah, it's like um, it's not one of the, like the big ones, like because it still has to like be able to maneuver and get into certain places. But I mean, they're you know just as uh, just as vicious those talons and those uh, dragon, you know, teeth. Yeah, 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 it's a baby dragon coming at you. Yeah, like, it's a, yeah. <laughs> I know they're they're awesome though. I love those things. They're pretty dope. Fuck, nose are talk. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh boy, don't even get me started, man. Don't I'm a biologist, man. I, I, I love biology. Like all those, like I said, all the signs here at the zoo are my illustrations. So I'll gladly talk about animals to to anyone who wants to talk about it. So we do need to do yeah. that. We do. <laughs> and cryptids. Yeah, we, had, we got Bigfoot out of the way. We had a Mothman reference before. We're doing pretty good. We got a whole there thing. We are. We are. <laughs> Dude, I was I was so bummed. I was in uh, it was a couple summers ago. I was in Port Henry a few times where they have the uh, Champ sighting board. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, there were like no sightings that have been recorded on there since the mid seventies. And I, you know, I spent some time staring oh. out across the lake, hoping to see something, but <laughs> just you just. Hanging out, yeah. Just watching, looking all binoculars. <laughs> you know, it, it was Champ. I, I always like there. There's always things that, um, uh, like they, they used to be able to bring it in. Supposedly, like Native Americans would sacrifice animals and blood, something mm-hmm. else. I'm always being like, you know, when no one's around, there's a there's got to be a butcher shop. It's like, listen, we have a lot of cow's blood. We need to do something with this bucket of cow's blood. Like, listen, can I can I have a bucket of cow's blood? Nothing weird's gonna happen. This is not like a carry scenario. We're gonna dump on a woman. <laughs> I'm gonna go find like you know. Whatever our Ogopogo is, Champ and everything, mm-hmm. so that way. So you might be able to do yeah. that. There was a I, I lived once uh, in a house in Rochester where one of our upstairs neighbors had somehow obtained cow's blood or pig's blood that he was trying to make a painting with in the backyard. Mm. Didn't it just attracted flies? It didn't go very well. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. I don't know. Although I mean, there well. there is some blood. I mean, you see, like Tony Hawk just sold his. Uh, he's selling uh, skateboards infused with his blood. Interesting. Like, yeah, it was fine. Like, there's a bunch of random blood things happening lately. I'm being like, what? What's going on with the? Did I miss something? Like Angelina yeah. Joe Lee's concept of uh, uh, start showing up, like having blood around things. So, the uh, there's a, a. I don't know if it's true or not, but there was like a supposedly a time when Stephen King was signing books. He was doing a book signing, and um, he either got a blister or something happened. He started to bleed on the page. And somebody got blood on their book, and then everybody wanted Stephen King's blood on their book. And he's just like, nah, nah, I can't. He's like lightheaded, like the people yeah. need it. Uh, <laughs> hey, if, if that was during the cocaine years, oh, he yeah, would have done sneeze. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash me a line. Yeah, yeah, that's what, man, the, the cocaine years of Stephen King, man, that, that's when uh, Maximum Overdrive showed up. Movie he, decor- he, he like he doesn't even remember the movie. He's like, I remember doing it. Yeah, oh, man, dude, I, I I sent you Maximum King, right? The mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He sent me. Yeah, he sent me. I want to see that. Or oh, he read it to me actually a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll describe, describe it for the describe it to the listeners so they know what. Yeah. So yeah. Maximum King is a blacklisted <laughs> script that came out like I think in 2017, and thanks to the the, the boys over at the King Cast for bringing this into my life. Um, but somebody wrote a script that was the story of Maximum Overdrive. And it just begins with a, I think it's two page monologue of Stephen King describing the plot of Thinner to his agent. And he's clearly well, just thinner. coked out of his fucking skull. <laughs> or he's coked out of his fucking skull. And his agent's like, okay, so this is an idea for books. He's like, no, no, no. I already wrote this. It's done. I'm going to get, I have it right here. I'm going to give it to you. And his agent's like, uh, Dino De Laurentiis like wants you to make a movie. And he's like, I can't do that right now. I have to go. And so he hops in his car, peels out of the uh, the parking lot, and then Randall Flag from the stand is sitting in the passenger seat, telling him, basically recapping the meeting, be like, "Hey, dumbass, your agent just said Dino De Laurentiis wants you to make a movie." So it's just him coked out of his gourd, talking to his own characters, 
and then it's you know making maximum overdrive but it's readily available online check it out maximum king it's a script you can read it it's ridiculous i'm waiting for fans to make something with it like it seems awesome but i think there's going to be an animated something at some point because that's how Stephen king's fans work i want it Hey. I want it. Dude. So we said it. We all agreed on it. So it'll happen in the next three years. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. conjure- <laughs> sure, we all sure. agreed on it now. That, that's how it works. Schemes come true. We got to conjure the stuff in the rest of the world. We just got to think mm-hmm. of it up and then they come Ooh. true. That's how it works, right? I like yeah, when exactly. use the name. <laughs> <laughs> we got to perform some kind of ritual yes, to conjure this into the world. Yeah, especially yes. the Stephen King thing. You got mm-hmm. to conjure. And it must be a circle. That's one of my, my favorite actually one of my favorite radio labs that I've listened to multiple times to jump way back to talking about radio lab when they interview the guy about make bringing a cryptocurrency into the world and the like way that they go about it. And the, there's, you know, all of the guys, the um, coders who are doing it are wearing wizard hats because the guy that whose idea was basically was saying, it's like, this is, we're performing magic. We're creating something. Is this the one that the guy has, like, he, they, they, they buy a random computer at a mm-hmm. random store, and they go to a hotel, yep. and there was a, the woman that was a reporter following around, like, someone, like, hacked her phone and had someone yep. report it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that whole story, like, he has, like, his hand underneath typing stuff. Like, yeah. it was, there's a sinister thing going, I'm like, what the, like, I had no idea the level of random how to do it, and there's people clearly trying to get ahead of the random as it was, and, like, humans, mm-hmm. that... Well, that, uh, yeah. What was that from again? I remember. That's, it's it's Radio Lab. I'll have to find the episode and send it to you. But I've listened to it a couple of times for like <laughs> inspiration for different stories that I've read or written and stuff like that. Because there's just something about that that idea that it's technological, but it's also magic. Like the ritualistic yeah, yeah. nature of yeah, it, it, and then you get that I don't know, like that image of some kind of mysterious, you know, cabal that's trying to hijack this. What essentially is a spell. Like these guys are writing code a, a to bring number, something yeah. into the world. Yeah. 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 So they like have to start with such such true randomness. Mm. And like yeah. the, 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 the brain body just is like, it's like literally conjuring out of the meat space, you know, yes. to bring into the, the numbers from there far out. So, yeah. so, so uh, thinking about it right now, the story mm. that I'm almost done with is in part inspired by that podcast. Nice, I think that's nice, where part nice. of the idea came from. Cause I love so, that idea of math as magic. Merlin Sheldrake shit. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Krul. Yeah. I know there's like just that's the cabal. That's what but they dude, are. Listen, listen, Robert Krulwich, he sounds like doesn't that sound like some sort of warlock sorcerer name? Yes, they all do. But he <laughs> looks like your he looks like a grandpa. He's he's such a nice he's you know, he doesn't he's a Gandalf. Although you know what today? Side note, I just learned a fact about Gandalf. You know me and random factoids. I had no idea the there's uh, a guy that does like intricate lore of, of Lord of the Rings and Gandalf isn't actually a, is a yeah yeah and I does yeah. TikTok and everything else that guy has like I, uh, Gandalf they don't know the exact age of Gandalf but the numbers think he's twenty four thousand years old he's a shapeshifter that chose the shape of Gandalf to make it people he's like oh an oh old God. guy fine <laughs> yeah he's like hundreds he's like what uh, two thousand years old or at, at the in this in this universe here at that point in time as Gandalf. But he's a shapeshifter from that area that they uh. sailed to at the end of the thing. They're like, wait, what? I, I mean, <laughs> Tolkien always had these old, like, you know, random history things. Be like, where is this even coming from? My mm-hmm. God. So yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my Gandalf fact, he's a shapeshifter is 24,000 years old. That's so, incredible. Yeah. Oh, all right. One, one last, well, I guess one more. This is more King Cast shit. I was listening yes. recently. They were talking about misery mm-hmm. and mm. Annie Wilkes 
is cocaine because it's the first one of the first books that Stephen King wrote post drugs. And so her character is like the influence of cocaine on his life, basically. Oh, wow. So it hobbled yeah. Huh? yeah. I got it. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I've got this. I'm glad to be on the King podcast, Radio Lab fandom podcast. I love uh, this is a great show so far. I've enjoyed the hell out of it. So, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> yep. we love it. Like, we're, we're gonna get a, gonna get a, yeah, I got to get pairing with these guys at some point. We talk about them. So, I know that's oh awesome. my God. So I, 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 it's amazing how much content exists now. As a person who's on a podcast right now, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's like we are at the point of, um, we're no longer the point of information. We're now at the point of like uh, like the, the culture of refinement and processing of the information. And it's great. Like this is a, a form of communication that's breaking down all these concepts and everything else. Mm-hmm. I love it. But there's so many podcasts. Like it's amazing how the, the, there's so much content created now. I was listening to something the other day. They have, they have, we have no idea. We're at a stage now. We can only assume based on what's, pub, what's published is how much podcasts are made and how much content videos and everything else. But they realize like not everyone ever finishes their work. So we now have no idea what humans are doing, like the volume of content created daily. Mm-hmm. It's astronomical because it, it, only a small portion gets published. And there's like yeah. 37,000 new podcasts every other year, give or take yeah. how it was, I saw. And it's like, they, they, it's, I don't know. Ama- humans are amazing. And we just constantly making stuff, reprocessing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love and it. It's crazy too that like people still make money doing this. Not us. Yeah. Not yet, <laughs> but people do. Like, and it's like there's, you know, so many thousands of there enough that people still chase this. Yeah, it, but I mean, it's 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 worthy because if you don't make it, there there's a there's an area for it. And if exactly. you don't do this, this is the schemes come true idea. This is like you have to mm-hmm. keep making stuff to do it. And yeah. but you guys are doing it right. Of all the people I've seen, you guys are doing it better with merchandising. You have stickers. You work well at it. You're trying to not just like I've worked with other people who do podcasts and just put a microphone in front of them and then send it out in the world. And they're like, why aren't I getting any sort of traction? Like, well, no, because you're not doing anything with it. Like, you're just like, you know, the entire internet right now is a buffet line and just people can just constantly, it's just being bombed like just, and you know, just constantly with what's going on there. So you have to constantly be doing it, but you also have to make it, you know, deliverable, nice. We have to like, you have to entice people to reach for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think you guys are doing well. Why we're at 50 right now, we can't wait for 500 because like you guys are diversifying your, your process. You guys are constantly hustling to do stuff. But you're not just sitting back and being like, we recorded something. Why are people there? Like, I see you share stuff. I see you reach out. I see you like connect. So we're working on it slowly, slowly, but surely. We're working on it. Yeah. 50 is great. 100, like uh, when I did my 100th episode, I was impressed. And then I did 150 episode. I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's cool to do these shows. And it's funny, I actually have a bunch of shows that were never released on my normal channel, but like around my Patreon page at one point or some mm-hmm. other stuff that it's funny what the content has lent itself to. So, but keep hustling. You guys are doing great. I got it. So. Thanks, yeah. man. And Thanks, you man. know, you're always, always welcome to come on. I mean, we'll definitely have you on for episode 100 when we get there, but anytime yeah. you want to come on between that. Oh, nice. So it's not an increment of 10. I, I, 100 would be great. Just double it. I thought I had to wait till like five, 500. So, yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. Nice. No. 500. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> it's your boy, Core. <laughs> it's your boy, <laughs> Corey. Corey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn yeah. it. Momsy. <laughs> that point for sure what day is it oh my god <laughs> this turns into what you call it we watched that it just you just turn into uh marshall ali in this third mm-hmm. season of true detective just 
think it's 2000, you think it's 2020 and it's 2050 and we're still doing this. <laughs> Except we're not solving oh, man. any. I, I can't wait for the old folks home in the future where you just set up the old person fake podcast where they're just like talking and like, we're doing really great. Like just have a sit there, like talking uh-huh. away. Like you're in episode 500, Al. You know, like, yay. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like old people, you know, it's like the, the, the other one room has the office just playing constantly mm-hmm. and everyone else has their the old person fake podcast. Like, oh my yeah. God, you had 5,000 downloads today. Wow. Oh, you know what I mean? We're Mermaid yeah. Man and Barnacle Boy. That's <laughs> Barnacle yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil. Oh my God. It's so, so boy core. <laughs> your teeth pop out. Like, oh my God. Sorry, um, oh, Shut up, you old coop. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, my chompers came out. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do today, Mister Kirk? <laughs> we're, gonna watch, we're gonna watch Samurai Pizza Games. Yeah. <laughs> it's pudding Day. Yeah. yeah. I have a weird thing. I can't tell. Like, I, like, like uh, with uh, Kirk's voice, he gets older. Like, it something sounds like, like, uh, I don't know, Stan, Stan Lee or something else. Like a random, like, ah, oh, we're doing this now. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cores is getting deeper and deeper and keeping sexier and sexier. He's like, you know, <laughs> we're gonna, be, we're gonna get kicked off the air by the FCC after a while because of the reaction he's going to just unintentionally provoke in men and women across the globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Corey, <laughs> what's factor. going on, people? <laughs> it's <laughs> your boy Corey. It's, like, God, it's gonna be like. Uh, Early, early Simpsons when they use Barry White's voice to lure all the snakes out of the ground. Nice. Exactly it. Whacking day. Just a different kind. On today's um, episode. Uh, <laughs> it was fainting all over the place. That's right. That's right. It's too powerful. It's too good. So, Magnus, do you have anything that you, you want to plug? Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? I, I am any of the fun things. Yeah, my uh, I, I kind of lean into Magnus Apollo on all my social media. Um, I still do Instagram. I love that stuff still, but I'm actually switching over. I probably should move to TikTok at some point in time as well. Ooh. I have a thing, but I don't do like. Here's my advice to anyone who's starting TikTok: start your first one off great because the algorithm really leans for the first. Like the first few posts, they try to get you to have like forty thousand likes because you're constantly chasing the likes from that point on. Uh, the okay. algorithm for TikTok is really, really heavy for the first couple of bits. This is my soap. Wow. Before I go, I'm giving them marketing tips and trips and something else. But oh, yeah. for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, like, I I feel like the algorithm for Instagram is getting kind of weirder. But yeah, Magnus Apollo Instagram, Twitter. My website is. Uh, I'm actually talking to. I have a buddy of mine who's doing web design, so we're having more fun. We're gonna try to do some more fun web web work on that. But yeah, find me there. Um, I'm just taking, actually, I'm working my own stuff. I'm making a bunch of monsters for like Halloween and Christmas, and I got some commissions going on. So I just finished up a lot of my projects. I tend to take on heavy duty projects the first part of the year, other people's money, and then I spend the rest of the year making my stuff, spending their money to pay the bills and everything else. So yeah, so I'm currently doing some illustrations. If you guys want some commission work, let me know if you want to talk movies. Uh, I think I want to plug uh, Anomaly Film Fest is great. If you're from Rochester and love uh, films, check it out. We we did last year was a lot of remote stuff too, which was really good. Um, mm-hmm. But if you love good movies that are like unique new release movies that you would never see otherwise, because we have so much content happening, this has been we've have we have a bunch of com- submissions coming in, and we're picking the like best of the best. So Anomaly Film Fest, yeah, check it out on most of the social media as well. Oh yeah, sweet. 
And then as always, people, if you want to get in contact with us, check us out on Instagram at Schemes Come True Network. And you can head on over to the Patreon. We've got a lot of new stuff going up there this week because I've been bad about editing. My apologies. I need to definitely be more consistent about that. But a whole bunch of Samurai Pizza Cat stuff and some other fun things going up there this week. Um, that's patreon.com slash schemes come true for bonus content and uh, helps keep the lights on at the studio. Hopefully get some more lights in the murder room so it's a little less murdery. And uh, yeah. That's where the spider is right now. That's probably where the spider is right now, honestly. He's gone down yeah. to the murder room just waiting and growing in the murder room. <laughs> but... As always, thank you to our patrons, Peter B, B. Sean J, Sean J, Seymour Butts, The Butts. Yeah, don't tell her about the spider. Uh, Barton Creative. Barty. Oh, I need to reach out to Barton Creative. Whoops. Uh, Cam K. B slash G. Maybe he's a hyphen it now. Cam Is G. It BG? GB? Yeah, BG, CBGB. BGs, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, maybe. He's in, he's in Greece right now. Ooh, yeah. One of my favorite destinations yeah, that I haven't been to yet, but it's on my list. Greece, the country, not the town in Rochester. Also I know, Rochester. I know, I know. And uh, they both need always... a passport to go into. So. Yes, it is. Our resident cars conspiracy theorist and purveyor of drug delivery pigeons, uh, Mr. Jake. Mr. Jake. <laughs> We'll talk to you soon, people. Magnus, thank you as always for yes. coming on here for your continued support and desire to talk cryptids with yes. us. Thank you. Always. Absolutely. I'll always talk cryptids with you guys. Oh my god, yeah. Chupacabras and shit. That's right. <laughs> Next episode, Chupacabras. <laughs> yes. And shit. And shit. <laughs> <laughs>